Hello and welcome along to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest offers. Delighted to be joined here this beautiful morning here in Palmerstown, the home of Dixborough GA Club, looking out onto pitch number one, underneath a beautiful veranda here with John Mulhall again. Thanks for coming along, John. Thanks, Liam. Thanks. And joined here by Davey Ryan, Dixborough man, hosting us. Thanks for having us here, Dave. No problem, Liam. Great to have you. And join us all the way across the form, John Heenahan and Sean O'Leary in Melbourne. How are you, lads? Good, good, Liam. I, I was, we were just commenting off here that the, the only and last time I was ever in Palmerstown pitch was in 1992 as a, as a as an eight-year-old boy. I was watching the Lismore Senior Hurlers play a challenge game against Dixborough in advance of the under-21 All-Ireland final, which was in Nolan Park, Offaly and Waterford. And I managed to snap the autograph of the great Michael Welch, the goalie, who was playing a goal for Dixborough that day. Oh, that was a great one to get. Unbelievable Kilkenny goalie at the time. All-star in 92-3, and Davy. 92-3, and three, I believe, yeah. Brilliant yeah. keeper, so one of our most famous sons here. And We're d- lucky to get that that time, <laughs> Giggles, now. Wouldn't be the best man for an yeah. autograph. Um, <laughs> Davy Ryan is actually a selector with the under-17 Dixborough team with Mickey Welch here this year um, was watching him out uh, running a training session the other night um, very impressive to see Mickey still involved with the Borough underage it's great to see all the greats come back through the club and looking after the underage teams um, Hive of activity out in Parmerstown here Davy from Monday to Sunday Oh yeah it's brilliant um, club is going really strong and as you say Mickey is heavily involved in the club but he's, he's a great coach he's brilliant with the young lads I'm sure his son Ollie captained us two years ago to win the county championship so is that Great day for us, but uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Things are going well. We were in Fela there two or three weeks ago, so uh, we've loads of help. It's sure a great time in the borough, yeah, brilliant. Great to have you, Dolly. Great to have you back here in the borough because this has been such a success. It's great, yeah. No, delighted to be out here. I had a training there last Thursday night, training with the juniors. Um, it's tough now playing on the, on, the, on the hard ground, a lot harder than what we were playing on the last few weeks in Melbourne. And a lot of young lads, 19, 20, running around after them wasn't easy now, but it, <laughs> yeah. was, it was still good. It was good to go out and have a few pucks. You heard well done, then. You've really changed your game a bit, have you? Your kind of running game. Short, now. Running game. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be. Did he, did, he, did he cause any rows, lads? Yeah, well, like, he, <laughs> he never lost that. Like, he, but, like, he used to be a very a teak, tough cornerback. Dirty, like, is what I'm trying to say, but, like, you're taking yeah. short puck outs and you're running. You're not hitting much. Used ball to be. Now, no, I don't hit. No, I don't hit. I give it someone else to hit. It's kind of a more expansive game of playing now, kind of up and down the lines. Yeah. I know you're, you did well. <laughs> Davey, you you seen see him in the half hour line here over in Melbourne this year. Um, I, I, I hope he took a bit of that back to Dixborough. Oh no no no! <laughs> <laughs> he was never within fifty yards of a goal here. At, <laughs> Kenny, anyway, I can guarantee that. And boys, how are you getting on in preparation for the World Games? Obviously, coming up in a few weeks, you're going to be flying over. Um, kick things kicking off down in WIT. Have you held a training session yet with Australia? We haven't yet. We've uh, we've fallen in with the Gary on footballers to do a bit of a bit of conditioning with him. Um, we both played a game with Melbourne Shamrocks out here in, in preparation for their final. So we're trying to find a bit of training where, wherever we can at the moment. Yeah, what day are you flying, flying, Shani? I'm not flying until the 26th, I think, or 27th of July. Yeah, I'll be down in Waterford the week before, just to make, thing, make sure things are okay for you when you arrive. I check out the accommodation and I'll give it a quick sweep through. Good man. Um, but coming up on today's show, obviously we've got um, a very exciting weekend ahead, um, both Munster and Leicester final, and also we have a fantastic Giggles Corner. But we might start off today first with um, a preview of the Leinster final. It's always, you know, great to, you know, to say that you walk the steps of Crow Park and you lifted the McCarthy Cup, like, and, but, you know, we never changed one bit from the day we started, let's say, our first game with, with Glenmore. Going back to your locals and the people that you're brought up with and you're reared with, and there's, there's nothing like going back there, like. The one the fancy open top bus line, I think we had Dublin's, Richard Dublin's lorry, and really, yeah. off, you know, from the back of the lorry and off down, it's just lovely country, and a few bonfires. Oh, 
Okay, coming up on Sunday we have the Leinster and Munster final. Um, first up, Leinster final, Kenny Wexford, 4 o'clock in Crow Park. They're expecting over maybe 60,000. The train from Wexford to Dublin sold out the Monday after the Kenny Wexford game nearly two weeks ago. Um, Kenny Wexford, part two. What, what's going to change, Giggles? Uh, it's, it's, it's a, I think I think the biggest change in my mind is probably a less a statistical one or a tangible one and more a kind of a emotive one uh, in terms of can Wexford actually beat Kilkenny in Crow Park, right? So you've had your the tight games on the provincial grounds, uh, had them in Wexford Park, couldn't do the job there and knock Kilkenny out. Um, my, my gut feel is telling me, without going into any of the key matchups just yet, that I just can't see Wexford beating Kilkenny in Crow Park. That, that's my gut feeling. So I think the venue and even the kind of occasion, a Leinster final, I think unless Wexford grab it with both hands and really just drive home and have no fear of Kilkenny, which I don't see happening, I can see nothing but a Kilkenny win. John, you're you're looking at um, last last two weeks ago, obviously, and TJ was tied down big time. Do, do, can you see that happening again the next day or do you think... He'll be freed up in Crow Park, or do you think he'll play maybe in a different position, maybe even in full forward for Paris, or will Colin stay there throughout? Um, no, I don't think Kenny will change much up now, to be honest. Um, if we go on the Leinster final of two years ago, Galway kind of suffocated Wexford in their own kind of way, um, and they got like probably a six, seven point victory. I, I can't see there being much in it again. I think there's going to be one or two pints either way um, if Chin can have a good game and he's due a big one where he takes over a game he hasn't really done it over the years in terms of on the big Leinster final stage um, so if Chin is the key I think yeah and obviously as well Kilkenny made so many changes to the team that was picked to play um, against Wexford Cody made, ended up making five changes do you think we're going to see that same starting team or do you think we'll, we'll see changes again? Um, I don't think you'll see much changes. The only changes you'll probably see is that Walter won't be as quiet, TJ won't be as quiet, so it's going to be interesting to see how Wexford deal with uh, Colin Fenley in Crow Park usually has good days. So if we can get the same out Mullen and other three lads up their performance, you could only see a Kilkenny victory, but... I don't know, I just have a feeling that I think it could be Wexford's day, in my opinion. I don't know. I think, think they're due it. 2004, Mick Jacob blocked down Cody, devastated at the back of the goal. Um, yeah, I just think it's their time. Yeah, they're, they're going to bring a massive crowd. Like, they're expecting 60,000 in, in Crow Park for, for Sunday. If they get that, it'll be an amazing. They had it for, for uh, Wexford-Galway in the last Leinster final, but I, Kenny will probably bring maybe... 15,000 Davy, but it will definitely be it'll be a heavy Wexford crowd and that'll be a massive for Wexford a huge boost for Wexford as well playing in front of essentially a, a Wexford dominated crowd um, Aidan Nolan is gone for this game he did get sent off at, we touched on the last week's podcast that has now gone through and he was sent off for abusive language towards the referee he did very well uh, when he came on the last day did he come on yeah, there's a big, he, he did do well yeah but seemingly he got sent off for yeah full abusive language there's a big there's a big doubt about Damien Reck now I think that came through from Training last night, he'd be a big loss to him as well. Mm. But as you said about them bringing a big, bringing a big crowd, unbelievable to have Wexford back in the Leinster final against Kilkenny. As you said, sixty thousand was it two years ago? Mm. That makes some difference. Like I remember when we were growing up, ninety six and ninety seven when they beat us, Billy Byrne off the bench to beat us, and the roars in Crow Park were unbelievable. And we hadn't won it at that stage. You yeah. know, we hadn't won it. We didn't win all Ireland until two thousand, and they were just great days. Brilliant to have them back. Yeah, and Shawnee, you always, and you sent a message up in the WhatsApp after that Kilkenny Wexford game the last day to see that traditional rivalry back between Kilkenny and Wexford. It's very exciting to see that real Leinster rivalry back in action again. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's going to be fantastic to see the colours and I guess the whole day on Sunday. It'll be great. Uh, a few lads to be added up there. Um, but I, I'm kind of of the same vein as Giggles there on this one as well. I think like... The way I see this game, it's like a replay, really. It's a replay between Kilkenny and Wexford. And, like, hist- history always tells us, like, Kilkenny never get, never, never really get beaten in the replays. They always do go back, they do the homework. I think you will see a lot of changes, as opposed to what John said there, that he doesn't think there will be any changes. I think they'll move TJ around because I think uh, 
Your man had his number the last day. Uh, Matthew Hallen. Matthew Hallen had his number totally the last day. I think they'll try and move him away from him, keep him away. As you said, Walter will never be as quiet, I'd say. And and Colin Fenley, the open spaces will suit him. And even your own Bill Sheen, I'd say the open spaces of Crowbark will suit him. I don't know if uh, any word on Buckley, if he's going to be back in. He'd be a huge addition if he's going to be playing. Yeah, you'd hope Buckley now with a 50-60 minutes in him from the last game that that would really stand him. It was a really tough first game back for him. Crow Park, he has good memories there. He's often played very well there. I think w- will suit him. Bill Sheen is an interesting one. Um, Richie Power was saying in the Irish Times there today about like he expects it to be another just bruising encounter. And like if if it's setting up that way, is it a game that will suit Bill? Maybe not. But on the counter to that, it is in Crow Park where he will have a lot more space. I think it was the right call probably in Wexford Park. Even though I thought he'd done reasonably well against Galway in two points from play, he wasn't probably going to get a lot of joy um, in the corner in Wexford Park. But David, do you think he might feature on on Sunday? Oh, it'd be great. Yeah, and, and maybe that is fair enough. Because you know. Bill's real best attributes for his pace, and he's very, very clever hurler. And he did very well against Galway, actually. Um, but the last day was a very physical game. Now I'm guessing it will be physical again. But you'd be thinking Crow Park would definitely suit him. Yeah, I'd say he could, if he was a 20 minute man, he's definitely in Cody's plans. But sure, a lot of the other forwards did well the last day as well. So I think Adrian Mullen as well. Like if he can get, as John said last week, he was fantastic last day. One three really stood up. But um, hopefully, hopefully, we'd love to see Bill. And with Buckley getting another 60 minutes into him or whatever he played, it was fantastic. He hadn't played in a, in a long time, so. Great to see him back out in black and amber. Giggles, what did you I think? think? Be a, a, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, I was just going to say there, I, I think for a player like Bill Sheehan as well, a real pacey corner forward, it's very hard for a player like that to play against the Wexford system. So the, with the Wexford system obviously with seven backs and they're absolutely crowding down, cutting out space it, it, versus going against Galway who plays six on six and you can play that cross field ball and that's where probably Bill did all his damage and that's the it's a lot harder for a corner forward to play against Wexford and probably for Wexford on the flip side. But one of the, one of the, one of the, one of the kind of uh, rivalries or matchups, I guess, that Kilkenny really won the last day, but I think could go in Wexford's favour and it could tilt the game is Conor McDonald versus Hugh Lawler. So Conor McDonald started at 100 miles an hour and got that point and I thought he was going to have a great game. And, and he's nearly in every second game, man. You know what I mean? He plays well one day and then poorly the next day. So he's due a big game. Hugh Lawler's had a, a, a very good game the last day, and that'll be a very intriguing uh, matchup on top of the obvious ones that you've called out with Fenley, Reid, and Walter. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> a lot of the Wexford lads, though, like Dermot O'Keefe, if they were picking an all-star team in the morning, got four pints the last day, um, and he's in the form of his life. There's a lot of them lads that... He's on in form, obviously, but there's room for improvement with a lot of them lads. Rory O'Connor hasn't taken off yet... Cahill Dunbar has missed a couple of chances. Like, these lads are flyers. Jack O'Connor came on, did untold damage the last day. So, look, I, I don't think it's going to be as easy as Kilkenny are going to go out and do their homework. I think that we'll have it all to do to beat Wexford. Um, and if those forwards click for them, um, Morris as well, up there as well, Paul Morris. So, huge potential in those forwards. And I also think that Maybe they were a little bit overawed in 2017 on the occasion and the crowd got to them and they have the experience of that now. So, um, yeah, that's why I think Wexford have a, are in with a great show. I, th- I think you're right, Giggles. Yeah, I, I think it, like, it is, this is going to be a real 50-50 battle. It really is. And it'll come down to some of those those key matchups. And the Conor McDonald and Hugh Lawler one is, is a fascinating one. Um, two exciting young players. And this is Hugh Lawler year one for Kilkenny. And he had a fantastic game um, last day. Um, but like you said, you know, some of those balls go the other way and all of a sudden Conor McDonald has one two or one three. So it'd be very interesting. Yeah. I think it'll be all down to what's around him as well and the pressure from the forwards and the, and the delivery in. Conor McDonald can win his own ball in the air. Um, but Joey Holden had a fantastic game the last day and his first 10, 15 minutes, he must have been on nearly 10, 20 balls. Um, so I think the wraparound, Hugh, will be will be crucial on Sunday that he's not left exposed but the way Wexford play typically you, you're not too exposed in the full back line that it does get quite crowded in there but some giggles I'd be interested in your views on something that's been levelled against Kilkenny even by some people in Kilkenny that Kilkenny still haven't found the, the, the right way to counter the sweeper and that's something that they could come unstuck with again even though they faced it time and time again before and in years gone by they've just I suppose overpowered teams with the quality of players they have but I suppose they mightn't have that quality at their disposal anymore do you see that as a potential stumbling block for them on Sunday? 
Yeah, um, I would. I wouldn't think so. I think you know, Murphy they probably got the best goalkeeper in, in the country, um, and he's brilliant at finding the, the right pass. And then there's one very simple way to beat the sweeper, and that's just give the ball to TJ Reeves. So they, they still have that quality, uh, and they can they can kind of get the ball to him. Uh, another way to beat the sweeper, and I don't even think he came on the last day. Um, and if he did, he was terrible, which is very unlike him. Is is Richie Hogan, or you might have an update down there to Kenny and what's the story with him? But if he plays a centre forward and drifts out towards midfield, he can have four points on you before you even know it. And and then you kind of have to push out on him, and then the sweeper kind of protection goes away a little bit. What's the story with Richie Hogan, lads? I don't know. Um, I just say he didn't appear the last day. Maybe. Um, ah, look, it's completely different. Wexford Park is like a battlefield. There's no room. Wind going down the field doesn't suit lads. Like Crow Park is, it's like a completely different field. And lads, when teams were coming up from Munster years ago, you weren't able for you know uh, the the bigger field and Waterfords and Corks. And maybe that could be an issue the weekend as well. Like, you know. <laughs> Um, no, the Richie Hogan one is an interesting one because I I thought when he came on, they against didn't come out to that land. They didn't no, I didn't. No, no, they're not. They're not. Not far <laughs> of that one, John. They saw you winking on the microphone there. Um, no, <coughs> Richie Hogan. It, go, go coughing there, Shawnee. Uh, the Richie Hogan one is is an interesting one because I thought when he came on against Galway that he was kind of poor. Like he got on a lot of ball, but he didn't do a lot with it. But to counter that, a lot of people were saying that Kenny was he was on the ball and he was moving forward and he was actually creating things. So I think it did come down to actually the pitch last weekend. I know that's a crazy thing to say. And it's the same for Bill Sheen. Like Bill Sheen and Richie yeah. Hogan featured in the Galway game and both had impacts, but they were deemed surplus to requirements for the following week. You know what I mean? So I do think Crow Park is a huge factor, even though some people say it's just another field, but it's not. It's, a, it's the biggest field in the country. Um, and it w- I think it will suit Kilkenny, um, given that Wexford will try and congest it. If Kilkenny can try and get free it up and get TJ free you can't see him keeping TJ scoreless again really yeah I, I kind of I, I agree with <clears throat> John's point there in terms of the rate of improvement that Rory O'Connor McDonald Paul Morris Lee Morgan McGovern have right but <clears throat> on the flip side to that though is you can't expect these lads to be playing the top of their game when it's 5 versus 7 or 5 versus 6 every single week and if you have Patrick Welch as the free man like he's going to cover across. He's such a brilliant reader of the game. <clears throat> you don't have a second mark and a Kilkenny defender in any instance, but when there's two Kilkenny defenders on you every single time, it doesn't give you that opportunity to shine like those five forwards. Kind of like those, like there's an argument that outside Tipperary, maybe Wexford are in the top, top one of the top teams with the best forwards, but their system doesn't allow them really to flow freely. Maybe like the argument that would have been laid at Watford's door in 2016, 2017. And it's a bit stifling for the forwards, and and therefore you can't create big scores. Whereas Kilkenny will have the opportunity to create a big score through one mannerism or another. Yeah, there's no way you can see it being a one eighteen to twenty one points in Crow Park on Sunday. You know, like yeah. it was it was one of the lowest scoring games in both Leinster and Munster so far. Um, where all the other games, even like the Kilkenny Wexford game, had what was it? What was the Kilkenny Wexford game? Was it or Kilkenny Galway game? Sorry, it was like three twenty to. Whatever it was, all 29, 30 points to 27, 28 points. Um, you expect it to be a bit more of a score fest. They are given good weather for Sunday, which is, which is, we'll have a factor on it too. Crow Park, there's that bit of a swirling breeze there, John, but the breeze doesn't play the same kind of um, effect that it has had in, in the previous two games in, in Wexford Park and up in Pier Stadium. Yeah, no, the, the breeze ain't going to be a factor on Sunday. Look, if, if Kevin Foley can play to the same level, Matthew Hanlon can hold TJ even if he, if TJ gets three points from play um, like yeah give TJ three points and taking on the scores that you're going to get yourself and if Foley plays that game that he played the last day which was unbelievable th- look there's, n- oh, there's only a puck of a ball between them the only factor that can come into it is Richie Hogan maybe at some stage and Billy Ryan maybe who was completely anonymous the last day could appear out centre forward and get a couple of scores but look Kilkenny are not going to hammer Wexford no doubt about it and yeah who are you going to go for John so prediction and by what um, Wexford by a pint Shawnee I'll go Kilkenny by two points Giggles yeah I'm going to go the same as Shawnee but an interesting one as well is 
<clears throat> if Wexford do win, I think Davy Fitz is going to be the first manager of all time to win an All Ireland, a league, a Munster Championship, and a Leinster Championship as a manager. And if it's given, which would be a nice little. And if it's given, actually, I trained that as well there, yeah, for good measure. So it'd be it'd be a nice little collection for for Davy if he can do it on um, on Sunday. But I'm going for a two point kick any win as well. Davy. Oh uh, yeah, I'd have to agree. I think it's going to be very close. I think it'll be a great game. But uh, prediction. Kenny by a point, Bill Sheen off the bench goal. Revenge for Billy Byrne. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I think it's really fifty fifty. Like I really do think it's gonna come down to a point or two either side, but I think Kenny in Crow Park, Kenny are really looking out to win a Leicester final. They haven't won one in a number of years. Um a few injuries back. I think they're looking strong. I'm gonna go for a Kenny win myself, so can't wait is, for is there any chance Lee, you're, you're going to a concert tonight before wearing your Kenny jersey going to go down the Wexford lads no, no I, that happened in 2004 <laughs> basically, well. basically Les all those predictions Kenny are going to win by 15 points so. <laughs> what was that concert uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers 2004 in Phoenix Park oh I was there and I was sneering the Wexford lads after not the like you no before, in the Kenny matches the next day after no point in going up lads blah blah oh no and then Wexford went that around. was the, the, the last minute the Jacob one yeah, yeah. oh that was heartbreaking it's good I didn't see those lads after the match we gave them an awful time well deserved <laughs> if they did see us but anyway um, alright well coming up next a Giggles Corner Giggles we don't even know what it is so we'll just have a quick little break and we'll come back we're looking forward to hearing what that one's all about No, there was there was no tangle, right? It was an off the ball incident, right? And I made my feeling like we played him now twice. He didn't stay down for no reason, like, and that cost us a score, right? Now I've seen other people come onto the field and make points and be just as animated. Yes, there's one fella I I get sent all the time, and I, I don't think it's personally fair myself. And if you look at the whole thing, I can promise you you'll see more people giving out. But that official wanted to make a name for himself and fair play to him. He probably did. Okay, coming up, we've got another Giggles Corner. Giggles, looking forward to this one, but just some feedback on last week's one. Davy Ryan here to my right thought it was an excellent Giggles Corner, but that we made a ball class. We made a ball as the guests. Yeah, well, I, yes, I, I felt you did, Liam. Like, yeah. I, well, I was surprised at John Mulhall getting a couple of them wrong now. It was excellent, though, now. I thought it was a very, very good Giggles Corner, but I always enjoy it. Yeah, but John, you weren't happy with the Giggles Corner that you thought Giggles put them too close to each other. They, it was guessing the appearances that there should have been a bit more of a difference between that's the, the beauty of it no yeah, but that no. was John's oh, in fairness I brought, brought shame on myself uh, <laughs> 100% <laughs> I let a lot of people down yeah. <laughs> alright seeking your redeem yourself today I'm not sure what Giggles has what do you have in store for us today Giggles have, have any actually gone back and, go, and YouTube the card sharks game to get a good idea of what it was no you didn't bother. well I already knew it and I was nearly screaming oh, at the ra- I was screaming at the radio at the wireless at the wireless yeah, yeah. <laughs> Change that card. Look, I won't do a quiz this week, but um, John Mulhall gave me a nice, gave me a nice little intro in there in, in the first part. He didn't know what I was doing, but basically, if, if you're if they're picking the All Australian team over here in Australia for the Aussie Rules, what to do is they pick the All Australian team before you get into the knockout stages. That way, everybody plays equal amount of games, and therefore it's on an equal footing. And it doesn't matter who wins what, but it's picked on, picked on the best players in, in that season. So. What I've done, and I'm open to scrutiny now from all these oh, lads, is pick my, pick my all-star team from... There's 20 games been played already, and realistically, there's only seven, seven meaningful games to go. So you can argue that most of Hurland's been done. But anyway, I, I'll give you a shout here, a shot here. Six Warford, lads. <laughs> well, Warford have the best one tonight in the country. That's what Giggle said a few weeks ago, so I'm, I'm presuming there'll be a few lads in there. But Giggles, how about you yeah, go go okay. t- go t- go through your, go t- go through your lines, Giggles, and then we we get some feedback off the panelists here as we go through. Okay, so uh, in goals, it was between three lads. I was going to it was between Colin Callan and uh, Nicky Quaid, and can't remember who the third person was. Now, obviously, it wasn't in the mix, but I went for Nicky Quaid, a Limerick in goal. Um, I went for a full back line of Sean Finn of Limerick, Owen O'Donnell of Dublin, and Cahill Barrett of Tip. I went for a half-back line of Dermot O'Keefe of Wexford, 
Paddy Maher from Tipperary and Paddy Gwell from Kilkenny. I went for Noel McGrath and Cahill Mannion. Might have been doing a little bit of a cheat there with Cahill Mannion, yeah, but I had cheat, to get him yeah, in there. And you have Dermot O'Keefe half-back. Go on, keep going. Yeah, keep sorry, going. Anyway. Half-forward line, I went for TJ Reid of Kilkenny, Kyle Hayes of Limerick and the Bonner Maher from Tip. And a full-forward line of Patrick Horgan from Cork, Seamus Callanan from Tip and Alan Cadigan from Cork. So, all in all, it was five lads from Tip, three from Limerick, two from Kilkenny and Cork, and one from each of Dublin, Wexford and Galway. There's a good spread there, Giggles, but a criticism that I would have straight off the bat is playing lads not in their, in, not in their positions. Yeah. Liam, you're, you're a fixed man at cornerback. Like, you don't like this free-flowing game. So we know that about <laughs> you. It's all right. There's no problems there, Liam, but, you know... I like, I like, I like structure. I like structure. <laughs> John, feedback there on that. I forget it all already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought Cadigan is looking to be in there. He, I don't think he has shown a lot this year. I know he's got fierce potential, but I don't think he's shown enough yet this year. Alan Cadigan, Sean. Yeah, yeah. He's been untold in all the matches. He missed. Oh, yeah. He missed the first. Injured, he missed the first. The first he missed, yeah. I know. Yeah. And he came on no, after ten I, minutes. Five minutes again in the second game. I didn't. I. I would. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say we've seen the best of Mon year yet, in here. Oh. So Cork are going yeah. to win Ireland on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think a few honourable mentions that didn't make it. I guess for me were Brendan Maher from Tip, who's had a, a great season so far. Oh. Sean Moran from Dublin has had a fantastic season. Oh. Him and Dylan from Dylan from Dublin has been a, a real goal threat. John McGrath isn't in there. Declan Hannan isn't in there. Aaron Gillan isn't in there. So there's massive oh, competition. I have one of done the full-back, Johnny, yeah, don't worry. He's so, in there. Best full-back in the country at the moment. Right, Noel yeah. McGrath, you have midfield, but then you have Dermot O'Keefe, half-back, and you have who have you midfield Carl with? Carl Mannion. Carl Mannion. Yeah. Who's the other half-forward besides TJ Giggles? TJ, Kyle Hayes at centre, and Bonner Maher at number 10. Yeah, Bonner had been going very well, oh, in fairness. 100% he's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Gerard Hagerty, scandalous. No, Gerard Hagerty's a big, yeah, big, big one there, oh. that's true. That's a big Shani, omission. Shani, you love the big man, you see. You always kind of favour the big I man. Love, like, you see I, similarities I, I with yourself. I would thing for Gerard Hagerty. He's brilliant. Yeah, kind yeah. of. <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. Walter and Gerard. No, fair play, Giggles. Like, I don't... Jeez, it's, going to, it's going to be impossible to pick come the end of the year, really. Well, it's only going to make oh, it easier, I, know, yeah. I suppose. But you take the Galway lad out of it because they won't get one straight away, and then you'll have to see who gets knocked out at the quarterfinal stages, and they'll probably only get one each, if even, and then you'll go on from there. But Galan has been uh, unlucky. is unlucky as well in that selection, Giggles. Yeah. he's been hurling very well. Galan nearly looks too lazy. It nearly look, it nearly comes too easily to Galan when you see him on the television. It's like he's not even. And then you see him at the end of the game, he's got one twelve, one four from play, and you're like, Jesus. You could so probably, he is, he's fantastic. You could it? probably say there's going to be 10 lads on the team that are not on your team right now. Possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, like, you who, who's the nailed on, nailed on in that? TJ, TJ and Pat Horgan, I think, are nailed on. Noel McGrath is as well. Noel McGrath's nailed on. Noel McGrath. Paddy Maher, like I know you all hate him down in Kilkenny, but like he's been fantastic. He's probably nailed oh, he on at this stage. Yeah. John, come on. Yeah. He's a, John made yeah. a face when you mentioned his name, boy. I, unfortunately, he, he is hurling very well. <laughs> so Brendan Maher's on looking too. <laughs> yeah. Sorry now, Sean Clear gave him about yeah. five frees that shouldn't have been freezing that match. Like. I know, but he gets them the whole time, John. He gets those frees the whole time. He's after actually, I think he's after um, losing a bit of trimming bulk. down. He's after trimming down a bit. Uh, they're in unbelievable shape this year, Tip. Yeah, he was moving yeah. a lot I better. Think, I think... I think Sean Finn is, is, is a certainty unless he gets a roll snap. I, know. I think he's a phenomenal cornerback. Very good hurler. The, the Limerick, yeah. And Kyle Barrett. Uh, probably only Kyle Barrett will probably, he's back. He, he's reckon he's going to be back for Sunday. Was he playing? Yeah. yeah he's a big boost. Oh, yeah, a big boost, yeah. He's a serious cornerback. Um, where did you hear that? Uh, I heard it around, John. Wait, do you have heard different? <laughs> <laughs> no. Where did you hear? So the, the scan, they came back, the scan was positive. The damage hasn't been as, as bad as I thought it was going to be. All right. Yeah, yeah I, I still don't know is it going to be this weekend or it might be a quarter final. Yeah, they mightn't risk him when like they're still involved no matter what. Like, you know, it might be yeah. they might want to keep him in reserve because if they win if they win on Sunday they have a few weeks off. So yeah, that'll be an interesting one to see. But Giggles, yeah, that's a, a very interesting selection. Shawnee, any other um comments on that before we move on? No, no, I've I think I've everything on that now. Okay, good man, Shawnee, well done. Um <laughs> We'll move on now and we'll just have a quick little break here. We're going to have we've 
four digestives and some lovely little mini chocolate muffins we'll eat a couple of them and we'll be back with a preview I was looking at it there on um, the story lads it looks fun yeah, yeah. Uh, it's beautiful day here Uncle Kenny he's a little pop belly here Liam does we do yeah I have pop belly you've only done one training session since you came home Liam you've missed three yeah. and two matches yeah I know he, yeah it hasn't worked he wouldn't touch a biscuit when he was here John yeah oh, look he's on holidays yeah, I know, boy. Should be off him. But anyway, sure, look. I'll get running now in the next few weeks. He's bringing the he's dad bod. into the press, yeah. He's bringing the, he's he's bringing dad, the dad bod to the whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting married in a week and a half and he's letting himself go. Yeah. Uh, I'll be on the salads on today. I'll be all right. All right. Coming up next, we're going to have a look at the lesser of the two provinces, Munster. I stand there for a minute staring straight into the ground. Things were just going through my head, you know, and because like, you know, I don't want to leave the people of Warford down, you know, because they're my life, you know, people of Warford are my life, you know, and I, 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 love, I, lo- I love my county, you know. We love John Okay, we're back. I've only transferred once. All right, Sean, you relax there. Well, you're back on, like Jesus Christ. Um, you still haven't got the hang of it, Sean. Yeah, swearing, Calm down. That wasn't swearing. That was our Lord's name. Um, so we're back here in Dixborough in Palmerstown. The hospitality has been first class. The place looking amazing. Um, there's a Pilates session on later on tonight, Davy. Is there? There is a Pilates class on then. Yeah, uh, we cater for everyone in the community. Yeah, they have the, the mats out here ready to roll. I might come out and do a bit of it myself. <laughs> I could do it. Poor core myself now. That's the modern player then. It is the modern player. The boys we just seen here, three of the of the, the senior panel just arrived out there, just gone into the gym. Non stop yeah. here. In it's all changed since you were a Dix for a senior panelist. Yeah, panelist. Intermediate. Yes, yeah, it's panelist. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Alright, coming up in Munster on Sunday at 2 o'clock, the warm-up game before the Leinster final, we have Tipperary and Limerick in Limerick, um, definitely going to be a sellout in the Gaelic grounds, um, Tipperary don't have a fantastic um, record down playing Limerick in Limerick, but it's hard to see Tip not firing the way they've been firing, they're coming in probably the number one team in the country at the moment, especially their forwards, Limerick played a dummy team the last day, this one I think is a 50-50 as well, John, your thoughts? I'm going to put out there now Limerick by 10 points Ah John I 10 know. points plus <laughs> John, that's You've ruined the whole segment John, John that, was such a good intro. that was such a good intro by me um, No look I think All the mind games They were on about during the week Declare people are sick I think Kylie was 100% Not going for that game um, Strongest 15 out Sunday, full house, all the Limerick fans mad for a Munster Championship, haven't won one since 2013, Tipperary picked up two injuries, I presume Bonner is gone and we'll say Barrett's not playing, that takes all the pace out of the Tipperary backline, nearly all of it, Um, then Dan McCormick's going to come in for the Bonner yeah, no. and the Limerick lads coming back. Yeah, I just think I just think down there. I think they'll do the they'll have the trio of Munster League and All Ireland. Brave call, not a brave call, but no, a bold no, call but I, I, I just you don't really think plus ten. I I think I think if they get a run on them and Tip have been going so well that it's set up for a Tipperary defeat. That's one thing I will say. I love seeing Tip keep winning, 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 winning well. You know, because it's pumping them up. Now, one thing you will counter that is Neem Sheedy will not have will have them very grounded going in uh, on Sunday. Um, but I do think there is vulnerabilities in that Tipperary full back line. James Barry, I think, is there for the taking, especially on Aaron Galan. He was dropped a few years ago. He's come back into the fold again. He's not improved as a player. He's no different as a player. And if the right ball goes in there in that full back line with... Um, Galan, Mulcahy, and probably Peter Casey will probably be will, will probably be back in. There is serious damage to be done, I reckon, in there. I think that's where Tip can be got out if the ball can be delivered in. Giggles. Yeah. No, I have that down here as one of my key matchups. I don't know if it'll be James Barry, but it'll be somebody on Aaron Galan. Like it would have definitely been Kyle Barrett if he's playing. If he is playing, he will be marking him. But as you said, Liam, if they don't have Kyle Barrett, they've nobody to mark Aaron Galan. 
and they already have known to mark Graham Mulcahy if that's the case because Graham Mulcahy he came on at half time and he caused serious damage and he'll probably do the same um, this Sunday but um, I, I, I kind of agree with John I think Limerick did it was a joke of a game last week they'll be pumped to the gills coming in for this, this week they'll want to win the Munster Championship um, I think it, a lot of it will hinge on what Tip do with Paddy Maher and how Kyle Hayes can influence him. I think both those players the last day actually both had great games, if you know what I mean. But they just didn't mark each other. Paddy Maher stood in front of the full back line and Kyle Hayes went out the field. So <clears throat> if if Limerick can find someone just to mark Paddy Maher and stand in front of him and leave someone else free, Tip won't be the same team. And I, I kind of think Tip have been going too well. For their own sakes, they probably need a comeuppance. And I think it might be this weekend. I, I, I could see Limerick winning by six or seven. Oh, two big calls off, off the bat from Giggles and John. Shawnee, I'm sure you're going to be a bit more conservative looking at this one. Yeah, I, I got well, the way I see it is I think it's the two half back lines. And it's really like the way Giggles is saying there about um, Paddy Maher. Limerick are not going to sit in front of Paddy Maher. They want to because that's not the half hour line they have. They've got runners, they've got workers in half forward line, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to be very mobile, you know, very attack-minded when they do get the ball and, and run at those lads the whole time. Now, at the flip side of that, that tips half that has been their launching pad um, and has been, you know, the delivery into Kellen, into Bubbles, you know, into John McGrath, you know, and then you've got the link with Noel McGrath in midfield, who's been brilliant, Michael Breen. Um, I think I think <clears throat> I think they won't be able to um, nullify that. I think you'll see Paddy Maher still drop off and pick up a load of ball. I mean, it's it's been down, down years where teams know what he's going to do, but they never stop him doing it. Um, on the other side of it, then you see like it, it, Limerick's half back lane is one of their greatest strengths, as well. and Declan Hannon has been a real driving force for them this year. I think he's played his best year um, so far in the last couple of years, but. You see, what you'll have then is with, is with Galan inside. And, like, James Barry is actually, you know, he, you may think he's there for the taking, but he's so steady and so, you know, so sure of himself there. He does nothing fancy. You know, I think, I don't think, um, I don't think uh, he'll, have, he'll have as much trouble as you think on uh, Galan. I think he's just safe, he's a safe pair of hands in there. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, going, I'm leaning on the tips because I just think, Yes, they've been going so well, and I, I like I've been I've been saying it the last two or three games. Shani, they might get their comeuppance, but I don't think they will. Shani, Hannan, Hannan, and Keen Lynch weren't playing the last day. Like they're Limerick's two best players. <clears throat> like Hannan spreads ball; he w- picks up ball all over the place, plays intelligent ball in, and then you have Lynch then, like literally going around winning ball. Delivering it in, following it in, getting scores. Um, but on the flip side of that, John, you have Noel McGrath doing the exact same as Keane Lynch does. Noel McGrath know, is pivotal yeah. for the Tipperary team. He is, yeah. The two of them won't mark each other on Sunday either. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, the, no. two, the two of them will just be floating around. And then you probably will have... And Breen as well, you've seen he's playing two different roles for Tip this year. He's played the defensive role in that first game against um, Cork, where he kind of hung back and was doing a lot of the donkey work. And then he was let free in the next game and scored a load from play. Like, he has the potential to cut loose as well. Like, I think all the matchups are key matchups, Giggles. If you're looking through it, like, you know, you're going through all the lines. They're such yeah. massive battles. And it's, as we've always said, and it comes down to especially in hurling, it's the, it's the middle third and that middle eight. It's where it'll be won and lost because yeah. it'll come down to the delivery into both full forward lines. Now, obviously, both half forward lines and midfield can score from 60, 70 yards out. That's the, the different dynamic that both of these teams do bring. They can all shoot on sight from number five up. You know what I mean? Which is, is, is fascinating, really, that you have scorers all the way up from the half back line to the full forward line on both sides. I think it will come down to the key battles in the half forward line, half back line on both sides. And if Tipperary's launcher pad is stopped or nullified, that will be key. Limerick's work rate is a big thing, but I don't think they're going to put someone on Parik Mar sitting them. Like that's not they're not going to do that. You know, they haven't no, that's not that's not their true, style. Yeah. They're they're not going to be you know, they're going to go out and play their game and Kyle Hayes will come out and float around. Um and that will work well, but you would love to see those going toe to toe, especially under dropping balls or puckouts and like that, two big men going up. It should be a fascinating encounter. Yeah. I think I think if you can take anything out of the last game as well, 
Tip won by four points, and all right, the last ten minutes was a, was, was a bit of, of of a nothing to be honest. But Limerick had Dan Morrissey playing at centre back, and Dan Morrissey is not having a good year this year. He's probably going to be the one to lose out this weekend, I'd imagine. Yeah, directly be dropped. And yeah. You just, yeah, and you just replace him with Declan Hannon, who John has said is picking balls, spraying and left left and right, and it makes a massive difference because if whether it was Bubbles or Dwyer at centre forward or James Callan at centre forward last day, they didn't really have to worry too much about Dan Morrissey. His first touch wasn't great. His distribution wasn't great. But if you had Declan Hannon coming out in the Gaelic ground scoring a point off you in the first five minutes of the game, you're going to be under some pressure then uh, and the Limerick crowd getting 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 on top of you. So I think Declan Hannon is a major, whatever about Keane Lynch, Keane Lynch is last, but Declan Hannon is... It's going to be a huge influence this I, weekend. I was just thinking of another lad there you missed out on. Paddy O'Loughlin has had a great year for, uh, with Limerick half back, and he's pushed Dan Morrissey out of the team. And he's been exceptional in all the games as well, I think. Yeah, that's true. For, for the All-Star team, John, you're talking about. Yeah, for the, for your, <laughs> for the Giggles. Yeah. For the Giggles All-Stars. Yeah, no. But, like, if you're... At the launch pad is the Limerick half back line, and... Look, if Sean Finn and Richie English and Mike Casey can keep a hold of, say, Ford and Callan and John, yeah. John McGrath and keep them, keep the goals out, I'd say, just keep the goals out alone, then I think it's a guaranteed Limerick win. Yeah, it will be a, it will be a shootout as well, though. You're going to be looking at 29, 30 points is going to win this game, no matter what, whether it's... Yeah, but, but Tip have been getting goals, like three, four goals a game. So, yeah, still going. The only, the only lad in that full back line that I can see holding is Sean Finn. To be honest, he's he's a, he's a dead sort of hold lads. I can't see the other lad holding the likes. Balls. John McGrath is is. I think he's still even underrated as how good he is. And Canlan inside that full forward line, I just I just can't see the hold. Yeah, and look, Bubbles Bubbles is having his probably his best year since two thousand and sixteen. He a huge dip after the window learned t- 2016. He really fell out of favour. He's looking his fittest, his sharpest, and his contribution, not just scoring, but his all round contribution from play with assists and his work rate has upped considerably. So he'll play a similar role to Kyle Hayes. He's not going to sit in on top of Declan Hanton. He's going to be out around midfield picking up loose ball, and again, he can score from from anywhere. So I, I do think it's going to come down. And I think we saw the last day as well like with Limerick and Tip. There won't be a whole lot of scores from freeze. Like this will be free flowing, score some play. Um fascinating encounter with the losers also, it's something we didn't touch on in the last game. Essentially the losers of the Leicester final will be will play in Cork, we would assume. Where with the finals to John McDonough yeah. you would think would lose out. Um and then likewise coming into this one, Munster the Munster losers will face the Dublin. 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 Dublin, yeah. Which is an interesting one. Dublin have beaten Tipperary already in the league. Um, this year, Dublin will be a bit of a snake in the grass coming into that game, so we'll touch on that in a couple of weeks' time. Um, but predictions-wise, looking at the Munster final, we've already had John and Giggles 10 and 7. There's a breeze here now, lads, like in Wexford Park. It's after coming across us there. Yeah, and doors after banging into me there. Shawnee, what are you going to go for? I'm going to go for um, Tipperary by three points. Davy Ryan, you haven't said a whole lot here, but what are you going to think for this one? Oh, I'm taking it all in. Uh yeah, it's going to be a great game. I, t- I think Limerick will win by five points. I, I, I'd agree with you, with John, especially. I, I, I think, but especially, I think Bonner Maher is just an unbelievable loss for Tip. Yeah, he was hurling brilliant, and any time they're going well, he's hurling well. Now I know he does, you know, he does a lot of the hard work on that. But like, I, I just fancy Limerick the way Kylie has it set up the last while. He's been able to, well, whether he was resting Keane Lynch, Michael Fernie in the Irish Independent said that he was dropped. So if Kylie for the last game was it. Yeah, that he was, yeah, he was yeah. But look, look, we don't know. But like, as I said, if Kylie can get... Michael Verney talks that a crap to be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like him. But uh, we had. But I think if Kylie can get is in the situation that he can like rest Hegarty or rest Lynch, and he's brought in Pat Ryan, he's brought in um, the wing back there that you said, uh, Paddy O'Loughlin. Like, if he can get to that situation where he has these lads fighting for for places, it reminds me of early Kilkenny when they were bringing in the likes of Michael Fenley in 09, TJ Reid in 08. John Mulholland, what was that, 10 or 11? <laughs> but like, if they're in that position where they're fighting for position, positions, like, 
they're in a great spot going forward. Yeah, and I think that's a key point because it was the criticism leveled against Limerick in the first game against Cork was that 14 out of 15 started from the Ireland final and that oh, was there actually any competition for places. And what he's done now by dropping those boys and mixing it up, there is lads that start in Ireland will be dropped on Sunday. Oh, that's massive. It's, it's massive. Huge. And you need that in a panel, and especially in a, in a team that's defending in All-Ireland, that you need to keep those lads hungry in order on a young Exactly. Lim- you could say you could throw that at Galway. Galway didn't pick up anyone from when they won the All-Ireland. That's no, what lads are saying, and that's what's after... I mean, Flying lads home from stuff. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Oh, I think Limerick are in a great spot, but I do think... I, like, I can't underestimate I think losing Bonner Mar is, is huge. Yeah. I go Limerick by five. I'm going to go with Limerick as well. I, I just think that in the Gaelic grounds, they've lost the first game of the year there to Cork. They were kind of caught in the hop. They're gunning for this. They want to go straight through to an Ireland semi-final. Dummy team the last day. Huge competition for places. And I do think um, the home advantage will be a massive thing down in Gaelic grounds. But it's going to be an absolutely cracking monster final. I'm not going to see any of it, I don't think. I'll be queuing to get on the boat to go to France, which is an absolute nightmare. So, oh, my God. Yeah. I, I want to watch it now. I'll be in Crow Park. John, will you be in Crow Park? You will shortly You'll get yeah, a free I'll ticket anyway. Yeah. But like if I'm going to Crow Park I'm going in for the minors At half eleven Kenny and Wexford John Wexford haven't won A minor This is like a giggles corner <laughs> Wexford haven't won A Leinster minor championship Since when John Mulhall uh, 2000 1985 I've been told Oh wow Oh my god Now I could be wrong that could be <laughs> <laughs> No I'm actually A man from Munclody Told me So he says They're going up in big hopes But they're playing Kilkenny at half eleven So I want to obviously Watch Kilkenny at four o'clock John McDonough is on at two o'clock can I leave Crow Park Happy and go down barn, then. <laughs> 100% Can I leave Crow Park And go down to Quinns And watch the Munster final Or will I Have to suffer through The John McDonough so I don't think you can say Suffer through the Oh no, no, no That's a bit harsh But I don't think you can go To Crow Park and back in I don't know Can you do that Surely there'll be a TV You, up you can do it in the MCG anyway. <laughs> You can do it in the MCG giggles, yeah. I don't know What you do in Crow Park though That's an interesting one Yeah, You've got good seats Dave as well Middle of the Hogan No I'm on the hill then you're not on the hill That's a lie uh, Yeah but I, I think it's premium Is the only place You'd be able to go out And watch the match But yeah. like in Down with the rest of the skivvies In the Hogan There's no There's no TV To watch the Monster final Unfortunately To have a tough up Over here lads You know Choice spoil for matches Walking out of matches To go watch another match In a pub Poor old Shawnee and Giggles There will be GA go in the middle of the night Tuning in You shouldn't be complaining no, I'll be at home in Ireland Liam. I'll be at home in Ireland Don't worry about it Are you back Are you back Giggles I'm back I'm late Friday Are you going to go Are you going to go to the Monster final um, I'm 50-50 whether I'll go, go back down to this more now and watch it at home you, or you'll I'll be blowed with blaz like. yeah <laughs> 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 alright we'll leave that there for a second and we'll come back and we'll wrap up here in Palmerstown a phenomenal man that has contributed so much to Waffle Hurling over the last 20 years and if every fella gave what he gave who knows what we would have won that's a huge one all the way in, but once again, Ken McGrath standing strong, indestructible at number six. A retrast in the parker, a dinner flick either on Leroy the stock and alive, or a cuss and draw and cool, or a dull. Been Ken McGrath himself. We've been unlucky not to win all Ireland, but I think that defines any of our generation. Right block down by Ken McGrath. We've been involved in some of the best games of all time. We lifted a whole generation of hurling people in Waterford. We have them in all Ireland, but I'll be honest, the team will be remembered. We're watching one of the great artists of our time in hurling, Ken McGrath, whip it over the bar. Okay, we're back here in Palmerstown. We're just about to finish up. Hospitality, Davy has been first class. The tea from the fire, I know you brought out the tea bags and the jug of milk yourself, but the boiling water was first class. Thanks a million, Nick. <laughs> we're here in, in we'll Palmerstown. Have to, we'll, have to pull up, we'll have to pull up Davy Ryan. He got his two numbers the wrong way around. It was 1968, not 1986, that Wexford last won the minor. 1968? Oh, my God. Yeah. I that's think they've they a right chance on Sunday. They've good, they've good actually won it in 86. Oh, Jesus, that's hardly right. Surely. 1968? So what, Kilkenny and, Kilkenny and Dublin awfully have won in Mall since? Yeah. Watford won in 2013, Liam. No. We're talking about Leinster. Leinster, Leinster. Leinster. Oh, Leinster. Oh, sorry. I Go off and look. So I'm looking at quick. that Ireland. Quick, go on to uh, I was quick. told it was 85 anyway, so there. 86, he said. 86, uh, yeah. Do a quick Google there oh, again. 85, Giggles. He said 85. <laughs> oh, sorry, Les. Um, um, sorry, I just, thought you were talking about other Ireland. Just, sorry, a, just yeah. a quick shout out to Leash and Westmead and the McDonough Cup, like, you know. Um, I'm going to that match. <laughs> 
Dave, um, I will go for Leash by Three. My old uh, coach, Joe Quaid, is over Westmead, but I think Leash will have a bit more in the tank. Charles Dwyer is... He's hurling very well, do, ...doing untold damage. Eddie Brennan getting the best out of the Leash boys in year one. In year one, yeah. Yeah, three-year term. They actually had a cracker in the last round of the of the round robin there didn't they I know but Leash have a serious ah, do, yeah, team good. of young lads because there's no there's no lads 30 plus really unless Matthew Whedon's still going but they don't have yeah. they have a young team coming and um, so do Westmead um, probably the best full back in the country Tommy Dial jogger as they call him yeah he's been very good the before mentioned Michael Welsh was training Westmead over the last couple of years and he gives them he says they'll do it on Sunday yeah. There you go, a bit of inside knowledge here from, from Hammerson on the, on the John McDonough final um, I think that's it for today lads um, Today's show brought you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear The Choice of Champions Please visit at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook, Facebook and Instagram um, Come on, name <laughs> Shawnee and Giggles Facebook, yeah Shawnee and Giggles, thanks for joining us um, You've been very patient in us getting set up here Shawnee's just starting to scrape the pan there now. Shawnee, you've only got another thirty seconds there. If you can just hold off. I, I'm trying. I'm trying. To, yeah, I'm trying to have the dinner here, lads. Sorry, I'm <laughs> training, so I'm trying to have a bit of dinner. Davy uh, Ryan was spot on, by the way. Nineteen eighty-five was the last time. Oh, I I'm sharp. <laughs> yeah, he's on the ball. Actually, won one in two thousand, and it's been shared between Dublin and Kenny ever since. There you go. Now, let's just some on the next podcast. I am going to France on Sunday for what, Liam? Wedding. <laughs> uh, getting You're married, getting married. Getting married Tuesday week, and the boys here, Davy and John, will be here. He, he mightn't fit into the suit, lads. <laughs> 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 Take it easy, and he's the croissants, the croissants, and the first French stick. Oh, <laughs> I won't be touching them until after the wedding. Um, Giggles will be there as well. Shawnee, we'll might get you on the line. We are going to do a podcast in France. Might do one before the wedding. Definitely one on day two of the wedding. And uh, we'll have John there. We'll have Davy Giggles and a few more. Lester Ryan's going to join us as well, and maybe Brian Murphy from Cork. So we'll have a oh, star-studded, yeah, star-studded uh, panel for for day two. We'll be looking back at two, hopefully excellent Leinster Munster finals, and looking forward to the All Ireland qualifier series. So that's it for today. Um, Best of luck, um, Liam, in, on the, the second part. Come on, thanks very much, Shani. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk to you soon, lads. Have a good one. Good luck. Good luck.